0: I'm Kelly Pierce, a multi-passionate creative entrepreneur, coach, RTT hypnotherapist, and healer from way back before it was cool. It's my mission here to help share what I've learned on my own journey to inspire, entertain you, and help you to focus, to create authentically, monetize your work strategically, and find your flow because this world needs more of what you have to offer. Are you ready? Good. Let's go to the show. hello hello welcome to episode 100 of liberate your soul that's amazing it's no wonder i am feeling like absolutely stoked it is as of today it is like the full moon it's a wolf moon gorgeous day i've been doing some reflecting and i'm so excited to be bringing this episode to you today Today, we're going to talk about balancing your projects, your desires with real life relationships and boundaries, all those things that can get really tricky when you're navigating your soul needs for creativity and all the things that you want to get done to flourish in this world with the practicality of living with other people, especially significant others. It can be really challenging when two people are cohabitating, trying to create a life together, and then all the pesky things come up, like someone who has noisy construction projects and someone who's trying to record a podcast. Exhibit A, what you're listening to right now. (laughs) So how does that happen when two people have things that they want to get done and there's only so many hours in the off time when you're not seeing clients or working at a job and you need to get it done, right? It's all about speaking up and communicating your needs and doing it in such a way that it is received well and respected. Okay, and that goes both ways. It's a two-way street, right? Remember, you're both beautiful human beings. But this podcast that you're listening to is specifically designed for you, the creative, multi-passionate entrepreneur, or even just someone who has needs that they want to get done, that are creative, that are fulfilling for them on a deep level, something they want to get done in the world and create and get it out in front of some other people, get it out in the world. So first, I want to talk to you about types of boundaries that there are that you could maybe think about in perspective and understand that as a framework. And then we'll get into how to kind of communicate those and be able to set them and keep them because a lot of times that's where things break down. So first things first, there's several different types of boundaries, and according to psychcentral.com, those fall into physical, which is your personal space, your privacy, and your body. For instance, you might not like to be hugged by people who are acquaintances or work people, and this has gotten different as COVID times, but in old times, pre-COVID, maybe you go to a work function and there would be people who are really like, oh, haven't seen you in ages. Let me give you a big old hug. And you're like, Ugh, don't right. Or maybe your partner's really okay with PDAs, public displays of affection. And you're like, listen, I just want to have my own little area. Second is sexual boundaries. These are your expectations concerning intimacy, sexual comments and touching things that you might not be okay with in the Context of intimacy with your partner, you might say, you know, I really want to keep it confined to a certain time or um, only after a certain length of time or a certain depth of relationship. Intellectual boundaries concern your thoughts and beliefs. Intellectual boundaries are not respected when someone dismisses another person's ideas and opinions. And you see a lot of breach of these boundaries in the social media world today. Emotional boundaries refer to a person's feelings. You might not feel comfortable sharing your feelings about everything with a friend, with a partner, certainly not with acquaintances or people you've just met. You might be a little bit more buttoned up when you're around other people in public or maybe in a training or a learning environment or at work. Financial boundaries, all about money. If you like to save or if you like to spend, maybe you don't loan money to people who you're not close with, or maybe you don't loan to relatives, right? Um, blood is thicker than water, but we don't want to mix that blood and money, right? So when you get ready to establish your boundaries, being firm and clear about which one is, which is really important. So with. A partner or a loved one who you share space with, you share maybe a home with, and you've been locked down for a long time. You go through numerous phases of lockdown where it looks like the sun is going to come out, and you're like, oh my gosh, we might be free to go and live our lives and get out and go to the farmer's market again. But then all of a sudden, it's not. And you're back to being stuck at home and trapped in this little place where you share, it's important to speak up about your needs. So when we talk about creating things, this is your personal space. So you might, the physical boundaries, you might want to say, I really need some time and space to create. Like I need the room to myself and I need some peace of mind to be able to concentrate, or I'd like to turn on the music a little bit louder. I'm going to have my earbuds in. Like I just need an hour and a half, two hours in order to get in the zone, get in the flow of creating. So you let them know, this is what I need. I'm going to do it at two o'clock on Saturday, um, four o'clock on Tuesday, whatever it is. And you just let them know if you need me, this is where I'll be. Asking for that ahead of time and being really clear about your expectations, like, hey, I know we have dinner plans that night, so I'm going to be done by 6 p.m. We can go to dinner at 7, whatever it is. They should be able to respect those boundaries, right? It's important to have this mutually agreed upon balance when things are committed, um, when you love one another, when you have that. Respect for each other, and you can commit to those things. Now, they might say, This is rubbing up against my financial boundary, right? Like, this is gonna cost a lot of money because of the supplies and what it's gonna cost. Or they might say, I'm not sure about how this is gonna make me feel because you're always doing this every single day. Maybe you're like, Every day I'm doing this and I'm doing it for four or six hours, and I'm not taking into account their needs for emotions and what is going on. And so it's important to notice your partner's response when you tell them what your needs are for creating things, right? So for me, as a multi-passionate entrepreneur, as a creative person, and as someone who has many, many things that I'm into, I have learned over the last four and a half years that I need to be very clear with my husband. Like, this is what I want to do. This is how long it's going to take. I think it's going to take. And he knows like, it's going to take a lot longer than that. And he's like, okay, so I should plan for this. Right. And even just now he's like, are you going to just start? the podcast or are you going to do a few other things before you get started, meaning research? And I was like, no, I think I'll just look at a few things, some of my old notes and just be ready to go. Because when we were in the car earlier, I had kind of drafted out a few things that I thought were important and pertinent to share with you today. So he knows me better than I know myself. He knows that it's not just going to be bam, 20 minutes. It's just going to be done. He knows it's going to be more like an hour of record time. So it's really kind of fun that he knows already what the time boundaries are. So um, mentally, intellectually, like my thoughts, my beliefs about what it's going to be, the time, the emotion, how it impacts him, what he can do for his projects, his construction projects, and the physical, like the personal space, the privacy that I need. He's going to have to respect that, but he already is taking it into account for all of these great things. So I think it's really great. So being dedicated and being committed to making it happen is really important with boundaries. When you set these boundaries, if you've never done it before, if you've just always gone through a pattern with someone in your house, maybe it's even with your kids. It doesn't even have to be a romantic partner, but maybe you say you're going to do something and then you get interrupted or, you know, the neighbor calls or somebody phones you up, a friend, or you get distracted and you allow yourself to get pulled away from your dedication, um, from your project, from your work, even if it's just research your pre-work, you can sometimes feel frustrated. Sometimes it'll allow you to get angry, allegedly at that person, but I'm going to let you in on a little Little secret, um, you're really probably more frustrated with yourself for not having that integrity of boundaries. When you introduce these new boundaries, you can sometimes upset the apple cart, um, and you're truly more upset at yourself for not keeping these boundaries. And it's okay to like reflect why they're important to you and then tell the other person, like, hey, I haven't been very good about being, you know, consistent on doing these things for myself. Like, I really want to get this thing done and it's important to me to maintain this and you don't have to call them boundaries. You can just say it's important for me to maintain my focus, my clarity. It's important for me to stay on track with this thing. So I'm just going to really commit to my focus here. I'm going to commit to my project and I'm going to hope that you buy into it too, or I'm going to really need you to help keep me on track and just give me this little bit of space here. So it can be hard sometimes with not having done that in the past. So it's important just to tell them why you're doing it and just tell them like, this is going to help me feel good about myself, feel good about what I'm doing here. And it has nothing to do with us. We're still okay. In fact, this is going to help me be a better person. And, you know, again, my husband knows it. He knows that I'm a happier person when I commit to myself and I like am able to rely upon my word. And I don't have to go back and say, oh, I'm disappointed at myself again. I didn't do what I said. He knows that when I do what I say I'm going to do, which for the most part I do, I have pretty high self-integrity, but he knows that I'm a much happier person when it's done, whether that's recording a podcast, mopping the floor, having a, you know, being there for a friend who needs me. He knows that it feels really, really good to get something done and do it well and do it all in. Which leads me to the next thing about boundaries: being consistent. There's such a thing as porous boundaries, where you let things seep through. Think of like a sieve or a colander, where things can leak through. You can be like, "Yeah, uh-huh," and you answer the phone, and you're like getting in the way, and you give things your half attention, your divided attention, and you're you're not honoring that boundary again of time, of space, of attention to yourself to your reflection time to your work whatever it is and you're you're letting loose that boundary you're like oh sure i can do this later what do you need from me no, you had already set aside the time to do your work, so you need to honor that. Put your phone on do not disturb, or airplane mode, whatever it is. A note to you: if you have Wi-Fi, sometimes calls can still get through if you're on airplane mode. That's why I like to go to focus and put do not disturb, even my favorites. That way, nobody can get through, and I'm able to just really sit back and get a lot of work done. Like a focused mind is powerful, but a divided mind is totally diverted, right? Your attention, your focus is not going to be there. So if you're consistent in these boundaries and you just make it so then everybody's going to learn like, Oh, when she says, or he says that he's going to go and like be off the grid for an hour and a half, he really means it. So get it done, right? Totally good. The other thing is being willing to do the unpopular thing. Be the party pooper. I always joke around like when someone leaves a party early, every party needs a pooper. That's why we invited you. <laughs> Sometimes I say it about myself. That's why we invited me because I know that being Willing to when everyone else is partying or everyone else is Netflix and chilling and just being lazy, when I'm willing to get up and do my thing, like do my craft, whether I'm writing or researching or doing the podcast or running my group, seeing a client, no matter what it is, when I'm the one who is doing the work, that is what is going to make me successful. I am in harmony with those that framework that I've set I am in harmony with what I have said I'm gonna do and when everyone else is doing what they you know they're having fun right now they're having fun in the moment and yeah it's really tempting to go and just woohoo like have a good time but I know that the things that I'm doing right now no matter how small if I said I'm gonna do it I am getting it done then that is just building up that framework keeping my boundaries to myself, staying within that success mindset and getting another type of dopamine hit for myself. Like I can say, yes, I got it done. Yes. I helped another human being. Yes. This is another, you know, If you're building a a, a path, it's another stone on the path to massive success or another building block that I am building into the life that I want to live with myself. There's a saying, if you want something that no one has, then you have to do things that no one's willing to do. And so you've got to be willing to keep your boundaries, keep them tight and tidy, non-porous, Sometimes high and sometimes thick, right? You've got to be able to say, babe, I told you, I can't take your call. I'm really sorry you're upset. I'm really sorry you needed me, but I couldn't. So I'm here now. And what can I do for you? I'm here for you. You have my undivided attention. Now that my task was done, I'm checking in with you. What do you need from me? Right? So really allowing the yourself to have that focus when you're working and focus on the relationship when you're not working. So your brain stays in harmony, your heart stays in harmony, and everything that you're doing just allows you to continuously. Um, I guess it's almost like compartmentalization, right? It stays in its neat little compartment. It's like a tackle box for life. So allowing yourself to really love yourself, stay in that self-integrity and stay in integrity with each type of relationship that you have. Again, knowing the boundaries. So your partner's going to love you, your kids are going to love you, and you love them. You respect their boundaries equally when they set them, when they say that they need a certain amount of time, a certain amount of things that are going into their endeavors, their work, their relationships with other people that are growing and and flourishing and blossoming. I hope this was helpful for you. Um, I know for me, it's truly for the people in my life, sometimes they're blown away by how compartmentalized I am by how I'm able to get a prolific amount of productivity done. But this is one of my tricks of the trade is by truly turning it off, right? Now, whether that's, Um, turning off the electronic devices when I'm working, like I mentioned, or turning off the electronic devices when I'm with my partner and just being present, being focused. That was one of the things that I set out at the beginning of last year. I wanted more presence in my relationship. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to truly be there when I am there. So I just give my full focused attention to whomever I am with. There's an amount of presence that you'll notice Um, you can achieve when you're with someone and you're with them fully. If you're multi-passionate, multi-focused, and you're looking for something that's going to help you to dive deeply into focus, like what you can do, how you can get to know yourself a little bit better because you're maybe scattered feeling all over the place, how you can feel more confidence in who you are and how you are proceeding with things. We're currently accepting, I guess you'd call them applications. There's a wait list for going within how to trust yourself and trust your intuition even more deeply. And you can go to my website, www.quantumhighways.com slash groups to hop on that wait list. There's a massive bonus. Once you join that wait list, you will be enjoying two one-to-ones with me. Initially, we'll be meeting to talk about what going within means to you, and that will qualify you for a potential one-month scholarship for the group container program, which is hosted offline. It's hosted um, in an encrypted uh, program that I purchase. And then replays, of course, will be up on the website within a group uh, container as well. And then two will be your very own one-to-one intensive session where we get to know you. You get to get in touch with your higher self, your higher being, and know what it is that you need to know for your relationship, for your relationship with self, for your life, for your business, for your health, For anything that's really pressing on your mind, it's a deeper way of getting to know your inner self. And it's unlike anything really that has ever been out there mass marketed, I would say, but it is an ancient type of wisdom that is very, very, uh, in depth and very knowledgeable. There's like nothing too broad and nothing too challenging for this. And it's always with you. There's a very interesting thing that happens with people who have gone through this. Um, I've seen people who have all of a sudden received money out of nowhere. I've seen people who have all of a sudden turned around and gone on, really awesome dates and found great partnerships. I've seen people who have been able to discover new vitamins that they needed on their bodies. And it's this wisdom that's all within each and every one of us. And it's really, truly powerful to tap into it for yourself. So it's a container to go within unlike any other. It's something that I am passionate about, empowering each and every human being to be sovereign, to know themselves, and not necessarily reliant on me as your coach. I can help guide you and get you to where even if I'm not available, you can tap in at any point in time. So that is so wonderful. So those two intensives, you get an intensive with me, you get a consult, and um And that's strengthening right off the bat, not to mention the group program itself, which is enrolling in February. So we're going to get on the wait list first. That is your very first step to knowing thyself deeper than you ever have before. And then we will be meeting up three times a month and coaching. There's hot seat. There's tons of bonuses. There's worksheets for the busy minds. And I'm so excited. The beta group went fabulously and the ladies are so excited about it. I am. Um, yeah, I'm just so excited. We have so much fun every week, just chit chatting about, uh, all the good things in our, our little group chat. So I'm just rambling now cause it's so much fun, but anyways, I hope you guys have a good week. I would be so excited to hear about the different boundaries that you might be setting and how those feel to you because it's it's really got to feel good. And no two person's boundaries feel the same. Like, my boundaries are not your boundaries, right? Like, how I feel about things may be completely different than yours. Maybe you work better in a chaotic environment. Like, it might feel better to you to have the puppies and the kiddos, like, running around giving you that energy to keep creating. So it's important to remember that you don't have to be in total solitude to get your work done. Like that's not a requisite to setting a good boundary. What's important is to check in with yourself and continuously negotiate those boundaries and continuously like know and understand for yourself. And that's part of like going within, right, is knowing what is important for you. If you don't know it, then maybe there's something blocking your knowingness. And that's part of what the inner voice sessions are for. So maybe the group program isn't right for you. Maybe it is, but there's still one-off sessions that are available. You can always do an inner voice strengthening session where we go in and we look and see if there's something blocking your knowledge of uh, trusting your intuition and knowing what is there what is right for you, maybe how you work. And sometimes I do a little bit of looking at human design because we can sometimes get mixed up with our centers and our energy can be um, picking up the things around us and all of that. But your inner voice knows more and more what is right for you. So if that sounds interesting to you, again, you can go to the website, www.quantumhighways.com slash groups and sign up. I'll put a link down in the show notes, or you can always send me an email at info at quantumhighways.com. Either way is perfect. And gosh, I just, it feels like it's been a million years since we've talked, but it's only been a week. So it'll be another week until we talk again too. I hope 2022 has been lovely so far. It's been great here. And uh, yeah, I guess that's about it.